Hey there, and welcome back into the podcast. My name is Carrie, and I'm the co-founder and owner of A Natural Shift, along with my sister, Julie. We believe in a holistic approach to health and caring for the one body God gave us through real foods, daily movement, and natural tools like essential oils. We started this podcast because we believe it's those daily habits that lead to real progress and lasting change. Here's what you can expect from us. Each week on Wednesday, we'll bring you a topic, a concept, or an inspiring interview. Some weeks, we'll share a Monday mini episode, all with the intention of helping you take the upgrade to become the best version of yourself. Boy, do I have an encouraging interview for you today. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about something that we are really excited to share with you that we've been working on for the last few weeks and months. It is a community that we are so excited to open up and welcome new members into. This is the right community for you if you're constantly on the lookout to upgrade your health habits. If your commitment to the long game is the only option, there are no shortcuts for you. You're willing to do the work and you're committed to living out God's purpose for your life daily. This is a community that we are excited to bring people into to just create change within individuals' lives and we can do that better collectively. So that is exactly why we have started a Natural Shift community. It is a membership group that we are excited to welcome new members into. I wanted to tell you about something that was really exciting also, is that we have a few founder spots, which means that you get a pretty big discount for the first two years of your membership. And there'll also be other special perks just for you. There's only 25 of these spots. So if you're wanting to snag one of those up, you want to head over to a naturalshift.com backslash community and check that out. You can definitely go ahead and get in on the action and we're excited to welcome you. All right. So now I want to tell you about the lovely lady that I am interviewing today. Her name is Audra Haney and I actually found her through her podcast. It's called the five minute mom podcast. It is an amazing place to go for just inspiration, motivation. Um, As a mom, I can't tell you how thankful I am. As a Christian, I can't tell you how thankful I am. We just need encouragement. We need God's word. We need to keep that close on our heart. And that is exactly what she gives us. She has great little five-minute tips. And she also has awesome interviews with other moms and Christian women that just share their heart every single time. And it inspires me every time I listen to it. So just a little bit more about Audra. She lives in Knoxville, Tennessee with her husband, Corey, who's a global missions pastor, and she has two daughters, Nora and Lydia. And again, as as I said, she's the host and producer of the 5-Minute Mom podcast, which features short, encouraging monologues and faith-based interviews that are under 30 minutes. Yes, who likes a short podcast? (laughs) I know I can't be the only one. Obviously, she has a huge heart for moms, and she loves to encourage them in their journeys. And she actually has a career in broadcast journalism, and she just decided that she wanted to work more in the um, ministry side of things. And so that's kind of what led her to this, and I know that she has encouraged thousands of moms at this point and will continue to do that. So let's get into this interview. I'm excited for you to hear it. 
Well, I want to welcome you, Audra, to the podcast. We're so excited to have you on today. And I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule as a mom of two young kids to just share some of your knowledge and encouragement with us. I would love for you to get started by just telling us a little bit more about yourself and, and your background and kind of, you know, your journey, I guess, as a mom and, and why you want to share that on your platform. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. It's such an honor to be here. And I joke that it's, um, I have my own podcast and I've been interviewing for 15 years professionally, but when I'm on the other side, it's a totally different. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, it's, it's a true honor and I'm, I'm looking forward to today. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, it's interesting because a friend recommended your podcast to me and I just absolutely loved it. I've listened to so many episodes and and just feel so inspired and encouraged after those, but we don't really know each other. (laughs) So I would love actually to get to know you better. And if you would just, you know, share a little bit about your background and, and married kids college career, all those types of things so we can get to know you better. Absolutely. Well, I am married to Corey. He is a global missions pastor at North Star Church, and we live in Knoxville, Tennessee. And we have two little bitty girls. So all the mamas in the trenches, that is me. We They are um, two, and my oldest just turned five. So she'll be going to kindergarten mm-hmm. in August, which is absolutely crazy to me. I do not know how we got here so soon. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a huge heart for moms because that transition for me, I was always a very career minded person. I was always thinking about next steps in my job and what that would look like. But motherhood to me, although I wanted to be a mom, was didn't feel like a natural next step, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, hard transition for me. And I think for a lot of women that are really uh, I'm a very task oriented person. I know that you're uh, big into the Enneagram. So I'm a yes. three, three, four. So I'm like achieve and create. Oh, yes. Off the boxes. And motherhood does not fit neatly into that box. Mm. <laughs> and so it was a very, I say that God refined me in every way that helped and every way that hurt. <laughs> yes. Kind of a painful process to let go of so many things that I was finding my identity in, like achievement or, you know, just checking off boxes, those kinds of things. So mm-hmm. I have a huge heart for moms in the trenches. I say I'm far from a parenting expert, but I know what it's like to need encouragement. And so I want to be there for new moms and uh, moms that are in the same stage that I'm in. Yes. My background is I went to the University of Missouri for broadcast journalism and thought I would do television news. Now, this was a long time ago. This was probably 15 years ago. (laughs) A lot has changed with media since then. Yeah. Um, I loved to write. I loved to interview. I loved to share stories. But then once I got into the newsroom, I realized that I really hated it. (laughs) I was like, man, we're not telling compassionate stories. I love people. This is not what I had in mind. And I was kind of disillusioned with the newsroom. And about halfway through my time in journalism school, I felt really clearly that God was calling me into ministry. Mm -hmm. And I went home and told my parents, all right. I'm moving to the mission field. I'm dropping out of college. And they said, well, let's take a little more time. (laughs) 
And we think it'd be really, really wise for you to finish school. So why don't you pray about that a little more? Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of person I would rather go instead of stay. You know, I love adventure. I love going overseas. Yeah. I told me to stay and persevere and build strength and endurance uh, and stay in a hard place. So I've, uh, I remember wrestling with God and saying, why in the world do I need a journalism degree if I'm going to be in Africa without shoes on? You know, that was <laughs> yeah, sure. like, oh, I'm just going to be on the mission field. I'm not going to have anything to do with media, but God and his infinite wisdom and just knowing the plan that he had for me, told me to stay the course, which is actually so beautiful in the long run because I went on to work at the Christian Broadcasting Network. Um, I actually technically still work for them. I help write scripts and um, help with pre-production. But I've worked for them for almost 12 years now. And that has been such an amazing ministry platform. Um, I've been able to share so many amazing Christian testimonies. But when I became a mom and we moved to Knoxville about two years ago, it was kind of a blank slate. Like, what am I going to do now? I'm in a new city, a new Mm -hmm. state kids. And I just fell in love with podcasting. So now I produce a show for moms called the five minute mom podcast. Mm-hmm. And the premises or the, the tagline is real life, real faith, real fast, <laughs> because yes. I don't know you, as much as I love podcasts, I could never finish like a real grown up podcast. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I wanted to, but the kids kept coming in and it was frustrating to me. And, you know, as a three, I'm like, I've got to finish this podcast or felt shame if I was falling behind. That's so right. I wanted to create something for moms where they could get really quick, meaty encouragement. And then I also once a week put in an interview that's less than 30 minutes. So if you have a little bit longer, you have that nap time uh, window, you can listen to an interview with someone else. We have a lot of authors and speakers. So there's been some great interviews uh, that have just fed me as a mom. And so if no one listens, I've gotten so much out of it as a mom. I know. These uh, amazing women of the Lord. And so it's a great joy. I love it so much. And I've just loved connecting with moms through this platform. It's so cool to me that God has brought media broadcast journalism to this point where I can be at home in my closet, in my yoga pants, <laughs> doing what I love and reaching people. Um, and it's just really neat. I love this time in history that we're in that we can encourage others so easily through this. Gosh, you know, I was just thinking that like it, I just love it how you can look back and think God was preparing you for everything that you're doing right now. You know, I mean, it just from school to your call to ministry. And I mean, that's basically what you're doing. You're ministering through your, your, um, you know, what you went to school for your, your journalism background in a way, I would say, just because like you, you mentioned, I mean, things have changed and, and people are on the go and they're, and they're busy, right? So they need something that they can listen to and um, stay connected with on the go. And that's why we started a podcast as well, this podcast, because, we, um, we, we work with a lot of moms and, and we know that they're busy and they need, um, 
quick information and I'm with you, you know, these two and three hour podcasts, I'm like, wow, even an hour is hard for me to get through. <laughs> so we do try to keep ours shorter as well because we, we know. And I, you know, just in listening to some of your podcasts, I really have been so encouraged. So I know that God has you exactly where he wants you, which is such a great feeling to you. I know. And that just all the glory goes to God because it's so easy to want to quit, right? When it doesn't make sense to us. But I tell people that God has used my degree every single day since mm-hmm. college. And that is just humbling to me. I remember he kind of gave me this word picture uh, through, it, it was a little story I read in a book and I don't even remember what book, but there was a man and God said, push this rock up the hill. And the man said, well, why? I'm never going to get that rock up the hill. And he said, keep pushing. Mm-hmm. So the man pushed and pushed and pushed. And he, you know, finally, after a long period of time said, Lord, I told you I wouldn't be able to move this rock. And that's how I felt in journalism school. It was a very difficult season for me. Yeah. And this, you know, little word, this parable, uh, it ends and the Lord says, but look down at your muscles. And I really felt that, uh, that God used that time as much as he was pouring into me for my profession, just my faith grew so much during that time and the lesson of perseverance. We really need that. I think in today's time more than any, yes, to learn that persevering and even suffering is one of the main things that God uses to grow us and make us more like him. And so I'm really grateful when I look back on the time, although I wouldn't want to do it again. <laughs> you know? Amen. I think we can all look back at times in our life like that. And the thing is, we can look at it as a blessing or a curse. We can look at everything like that. And so what, I mean, just to look at that and think, you know, when you look back on it, that yes, it was hard. And I can think of some really hard times in my life as well. And just going through them, you're like, why, you know, why, why is he allowing all this? And why me sometimes, you know, we, we tend to think that, but yet I just, the older I've gotten, I guess, and just, um, I guess wiser, we get wiser as we get older, hopefully. I just know that in everything, small and big, God has something in store for me and he's trying to teach me something. And I know if we can just keep that in the back of our mind with whatever we're doing, you know, maybe it's it's not a podcast or maybe it's not school. Maybe it's just everyday mom life. And it's like, am I even getting anything right? <laughs> right? It's so hard. Yes, I can so relate to that. I can so relate. Yes. So, you know, our, the title of our podcast is Take the Upgrade. So I would really like to know what does take the upgrade mean to you in whatever capacity, you know, what, what kind of upgrades do you feel like you've taken as a mom and as an entrepreneur, you know, you started your own podcast. What, what does it kind of mean to you in those senses? Well, I love the name of your podcast, by the way. That's <laughs> so clever. And it Thank really, you. I love this question. It's really had me thinking and it sounds kind of counter but the more I've meditated on what does it look like to choose an upgrade, to really claim an upgrade or to, to choose something higher than the norm, you mm-hmm. know, the default mode. But I really think doing things God's way rather than our own way is yes. the most incredible upgrade you could ever take. Um, I was looking at a scripture this morning and just meditating on Isaiah 55, 9. And it, it's the verse that says, 
as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. It's so I love that scripture. As moms, as entrepreneurs, even in this really unique time in history with social media and email lists and yes, what does growth look like? And it's really easy. There's so many voices. There's so many distractions. There's so many theories and opinions on how to do things that we can easily take the reins and say, okay, I've educated myself with all of these voices around me. I'm going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. God's ways are so upside down from our ways so many times. And God says to be elevated, you need to humble yourself. And we look at the masses and God says, go after the one. Yes. And, you know, we think that success is maybe prosperity, comfortable or ease and God says that he's refining us through struggle and suffering and so I think in a time where it's really easy to listen to a lot of other voices the most important upgrade I think we can take as women especially women in this culture as moms as women who work for God is to pause and really humble ourselves and submit ourselves before God and say, what does it look like to do things your way? Because I know your ways are higher and he's going to do things with your life. If you have that attitude that are so much bigger and more beautiful and more purposeful than you could ever do on your own. What an amazing upgrade. <laughs> you know. Yes. I mean, that's like the upgrade of all upgrades, you know, I mean, truly, when we first started this podcast, um, we kind of interviewed each other, my sister and I, and that was that that was really one of the main upgrades we we talked about is really trusting him with our life and letting him lead. And that doesn't mean to me that doesn't mean one time. Obviously, that's really important that you do give your life over to Jesus, but that means every day. And so you're right. I mean, an upgrade is to just take his way over ours because we don't know all, <laughs> and he does. And I think that, you know, in thinking about that most pivotal upgrade, I mean, where do you feel like that's, that's taken you? Like, you know, I know your faith is super important to you and the podcast and everything. I just feel like, of course, I can see that you have done that, but I just wonder, you know, where do you feel like that's, that's taken you? What's that most um, important upgrade? Absolutely. Well, there have been so many pivotal moments from choosing where to go to school and, you know, obviously choosing who do you date and who do you marry and yeah. amazing and, and bringing my husband into my life who he has a heart for ministry and we're such an amazing uh, pair. And that was waiting on God. And, um, but I really think one of the most recent examples was my husband and I were firmly planted in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm. And I loved Nashville, Tennessee. Hmm. Who doesn't? <laughs> it was, I laughed. So we moved to Knoxville two years ago. And the joke I tell everyone was, Nashville was my love at first sight. And Knoxville was my arranged marriage. <laughs> oh, I love that. So I, but here's the thing. I was so comfortable there. And so was my husband. He was working at a large church, which we loved. He was over orphan care and anti-trafficking. We loved our church. We had an amazing 
support system. Mm-hmm. I was working in my job at the Christian Broadcast Network that I had been at almost 10 years. And God just whispered to our heart and said, I'm doing a new thing and you need to obey me. Mm. And it was moving us to a city that we didn't, we hardly knew anyone. It was moving us to a church that was slightly smaller and didn't have as big of a missions department as my husband was used to. And it was me stepping away from my job and my coworkers that were like family. Yeah. We had a two and a half year old and I was about eight months pregnant. With <laughs> my so by the time we were going to move, um, when we did move to Knoxville, my, my youngest was three weeks old. So that wow. kind of give you a picture. Yes. Christmas. So did kind of give you a picture of how counter cultural and counter comfortable it was to us. And we had a home we loved and God just said, my ways are higher. I have something for you there that is beyond what you can think, hope, or imagine. And my husband and I were talking about that move last night. And I absolutely know with all of my heart, I would not have started the podcast had we left. Mm -hmm. We have grown so much spiritually at the church we're at, even though the numbers are smaller. And there's people in our life that would not be there. And we we are still close with our friends in Nashville. That support system never went away, but it is grown. Mm-hmm. God has expanded our support system and we wouldn't be the people we are today without that. And so we laugh that sometimes an upgrade looks like maybe a demotion. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I, I, I really think that God is, is more, He's just more concerned with where we can make the biggest impact, not our comfort level. And even though we want, we want to be comfortable, you know, you didn't want to move, but yet he was calling you to. And if you would have ignored that, I just think, you know, even hearing you talk about it, I don't know it personally, but I can just imagine all that you would have missed out on. And what a, what a blessing to just follow his lead no matter what. Yeah. And we have never regretted. Even the hardest things on paper, we have never regretted following God. And mm-hmm. there's a story in Numbers where, and a lot of your listeners are probably familiar with this, that God used to wreck me because I was also fearful for my child who was two and a half years old. And I thought, yeah, be a big sister. We're moving from our community. Actually, the friend that connected us, her, my daughter, Amanda, mm-hmm. Um, my daughter and her son are best friends. And so, Aww. oh, how are we going to leave Eli, you know? And, yeah. and so I had all this fear about moving my family because as a mom, that's our heart, right? And mm-hmm. God told me the story in Numbers, you know, when the spies go in and God says, this is the land I have promised you. And he sends the 12 spies and 10 of them come back and give the bad report. And there's this section where, the congregation in Israel, they say, we can't go in there where the giants are. They're too big for us. And the next thing they say is they'll kill our wives and our children. So man, they're using the excuse of family, which we can relate to, right? That's scary. Oh yeah. And and Caleb trusted God with their family. And what we see a couple of chapters later is that Joshua and Caleb there 
their descendants inherited the very best land in the promised mm. land. And so God spoke to me and said, not only are you robbing yourself of what I've promised you if you don't obey me and go, but you're robbing your children mm. of their spiritual inheritance because this call on your life is the call that I have on their life as well. This isn't by accident that I gave you these children. And so their call, their spiritual inheritance is in the obedient step that I have for you to go to Knoxville. And I've seen that in my children. They flourished here. Oh, so what a blessing. Anyone, even if it's scary or you're worried about your children, that the call that's on your life is on your children's life as well. And if we don't obey God, we are robbing our children of their spiritual inheritance. You know, and, and that's such a powerful story because I think sometimes we, we think life is, is good in quotes, maybe, you know, but God doesn't want just good for us. He wants the best and he wants, you know, <clears throat> us to really just flourish and have abundance. And, and I think though, sometimes most of the time we really have to trust yes. in like a whole new level of trust. And so I love that story. And I think we can all find some areas in our life. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't, I don't want to ramble too much, but one other thing I want to say is, yeah, but listen, that first month that we were in Knoxville, we were in a transitional apartment and I had a three week old and it was messy, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can only imagine. The spell of our house in Nashville was really messy and it was messy finding a new house so I want to say that even sometimes when we're obedient to God, we don't immediately see the mm -hmm. result of that. It's taken time. And so sometimes when we obey God, just like the Israelites, like, why did you bring us in the desert to die? Mm -hmm. yeah. We have to keep trusting for the long run because maybe God's, maybe one of your listeners is listening and God's called them to something. It's easy to question when we take that step and it's not immediately easy or good or comfortable. Just keep going. There's always, always eternal value in the steps of obedience. That's right. You know, and, and in this culture, we want instant. We want that instant, um, you know, whether you're uncomfortable and you want to be comfortable or you've done something in trust and you want to see the outcome right then. Um, God doesn't work that way. And so I think that we're trained that way just because of society. And I really, truly think that's the devil probably just trying to, um, get us off course, you know, and, and put that doubt in our mind. But yet you're right. We just have to persevere. And even if it seems like you can't go on another day, whatever it is, you know, I'm just like tired of this. I'm not seeing anything. It might even be that next day. You know, we just have to keep trusting. Such a good reminder. Um, I'd love to just kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about what do you feel like are the things that you do every day that make the biggest difference? Like I love to know what people do just day in, day out, kind of like your non-negotiables, I would say. Mm, I love that. That's such a great question. Um, for me, it is really finding pockets of time. <laughs> and I Amen. <laughs> as a mom, I used to be so, especially when I first became a mom, I grieved that loss of my quiet time which mm -hmm. before kids pretty elaborate now that I look at it, which is great. I, I'm looking forward to a season where I can get back to that. Maybe when my kids are both in school or, mm -hmm. but learning to walk daily with the Lord. And so even if that's just meditating on a scripture or 
inviting your kids into that quote, quiet time. My Bible is covered in Crayola. The end. Oh, I love that. It used to bother me because I'm like, I just, I'm OCD. I do not want y'all to color. But a friend of mine, an older friend said, how beautiful that your kids are watching you be in the word mm-hmm. and inviting them into your time with Jesus. And I had carried around so much guilt that I wasn't doing this elaborate routine every day where I'm spending hours and hours. And so daily, I'm always trying to find those pockets of time. And so we pray in the car together on the way to school. We Mm -hmm. bedtime is a big time where we're bringing Jesus in. I'm always, if we're outside, I'm looking for ways to connect nature to the lessons that God wants to teach us. But I think, we need to move away from compartmentalizing God. Mm-hmm. He's going to meet with me in this nice and neat little time. And he does. Listen, that is a very important part of our spiritual walk. But I think he wants to move beyond that. So, man, singing praises to him while you're bathing your kids and letting your relationship with God just be a layer on top of every single everyday little thing that you're doing. And I'm not perfect at that. Yeah. My daily thing, just inviting Jesus into all the little moments. And there's a book called Practicing the Presence of God by Brother Andrew. And he talks about washing potatoes and he had this tour (laughs) washing potatoes, but that was his time where he practiced the presence of God. And so daily, I would just encourage moms, what are those little routine things that you're doing every day that instead of it being a normal mundane everyday task, you can invite Jesus into that and begin to teach your children. And we see um, that God commanded the Israelites to teach their children as they walked on the road and they sat down at dinner and doorposts and put it on your wrist. He wanted it to be a daily walk with our kids. And so that is what I would encourage. That's maybe not specific things, but no, that's perfect. Um, I want moms to feel free that it doesn't have to look like an Instagram post to be mm. quality time with God. <laughs> You're right. You know, and honestly, I could get better with this. I think, well, you know, I think we're all kind of could get better at a lot of things, but yet I do tend to want to um, have that quiet time like to spend with, and you know, I do obviously do it in the morning, but I guess I just crave that as well. I mean, when we're, if you're talking about Enneagram, I'm a five. And so I just love my quiet time. Like that's what fills me up. And so that's why I have to get up and have that or else it's just not the same day. And, you know, I, I probably am just maybe distracted more so during the day. Like I would say most moms are, it's just, there's so many things that we have to do and so many things that we have to juggle. And maybe we want it to look like, you know, sitting down as a family and we're doing, you know, the lesson, which is great, but yet we can fit it into so many different things that we're doing. And honestly, I feel like that is showing our kids the best thing is because, you know, their, their lives are going to be busy and it may not look a certain way for them, but yet they can fit it in wherever works best for them. And there's so many little pockets of time. That is a perfect reminder for me. And I know for so many others, thank you. I would love to ask you one more question and then we'll do a few bonus things um, just to kind of get to know you a little more. I'd love to ask these little questions, but what do you wish that everyone else knew that you feel like would change their lives? I wish everyone would embrace that God wants to speak to them intimately. 
that God still speaks. He speaks through his word primarily and through other people. I recently reread a book by John Eldridge um, called Walking with God. Mm -hmm. I think we forget that the God of the universe wants to have conversations with us about big things, about little things. And one of my biggest parenting verses is James 1, 5. And it says that if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. And it goes on to say that we have to ask in faith. Mm -hmm. If we have that faith, the God of the universe wants to speak to you about your health issues, about your kid's education, about what's worrying you, all those little things during the day that we carry around on their own. I think it's life changing to be able to learn how to tune in and hear the voice of God. I completely agree. You know, I think a lot of times what I see and what I sometimes tend to do is only give him the big things that I feel like I can't carry, you know, but he wants us to give him everything, like all the little things that we're carrying around that we're maybe worrying about or anxious about and, and to really have that conversation. You know, I really do feel like I'm always in a conversation with God, but I feel like that's kind of what he wants. You know, he's always with us and he always does want us to, to be talking to him and to be listening and to be looking for ways that he's working. And I don't know about you, but God has been so faithful to answer the big questions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when God answers a little detail, a tiny little detail, I am so much more overwhelmed by his goodness when he, because I'm like, you cared, you cared about that, Thing that was so silly to, that I thought I didn't even need to pray about that as my father, you wanted to meet me in that place. And mm-hmm. so I think that that is so exciting in our faith when we see God showing up in all the details. I agree. You know, and how many times do we maybe pray about something or just, you know, a quick prayer, or maybe we've been praying about it for a while, but then we just forget about it. And we don't even see that God is actually answering that for us. You know, I I, I see that as well. So I think it's really important not only to ask, you know, and to pray, but yet to look for how he's answering these things, maybe in ways that we didn't expect. I love that. Well, um, I've really enjoyed our conversation so far, and I'd love to ask you just a few, I call them bonus questions. Okay. And I love to make this a little speed round type of thing. So just, you know, quick answers, whatever comes to your mind. Um, We're going to do five questions. Are you good with that? You ready? Oh, that's great. Awesome. Okay. What book are you reading? I am reading Digital Minimalism by Cal Ripken. Ah, Yes. I never heard of that one. I'm going to check that out. (laughs) Okay. What can you not live without right now? I cannot live without Instacart and having my Ah, delivered to me. That's a good one. I live in the boonies and we don't have that. I'm jealous. (laughs) What do you wish people knew about you? Um, I wish people knew that as a pastor's wife, I do not always have it together. (laughs) I just want to go have a good laugh or have fun. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) What do you struggle with? I am actually struggling with social media right now. What role it should play in my life and my Mm -hmm. business and also how to use it in a healthy way for my listeners to make sure that um, I'm not feeding into something unhealthy. You're right. I I struggle with that as well. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Okay. Last one. What is your favorite healthy snack and your favorite indulgence? (laughs) 
my favorite healthy snack, I love juice, like anything, clean juice, um, anything, mm-hmm. fresh juices. I love yeah. I don't love to eat tons of vegetables, but I love to drink juice. Um, and my favorite indulgence is I love Almond Joy, but I've been switching over to like dark chocolate, coconut covered <laughs> almonds because I could eat an Almond Joy every day. Amen. There's this brand called Theo that has um, something very similar to that. That's like a healthier ingredients and it tastes amazing. I love Almond Joys as well. <laughs> So you might have to check that one out if you've never seen it. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you for playing my little um, bonus question uh, speed round. I appreciate that. And I would love, uh, as we kind of end, um, one last thing that you might want to share with moms, just as kind of a parting thought, and then tell everyone how they can get in touch with you and kind of follow along on your journey. Absolutely. Well, just to moms, I would say whether you're at home or you're working or you're feeling overwhelmed or like you're failing, that what you're doing is so important and so needed and that God is right there with you and sees you and loves you and um, just lean into him and do it in his strength. That's the main thing that I would say for moms. Yes. Um, Amen. It's not on you. It's God is right there and he's faithful and he's growing your children and just lean in and do things his way. And he's going to be so faithful to you and your children. Um, If you want to get in touch with me, so I am on Instagram and Facebook. Um, My website is AudraHaney.com. And if you want to find the podcast, just Spotify or your favorite podcast, Apple podcast or favorite podcast apps. And then, I post interviews on AudraHaney.com if you want to listen to them there. Thank you so much. This has been such an encouragement to me. You know, we're, we're recording this right as soon as summer break has started. And I was sharing with you before um, we started recording that, you know, I didn't, I didn't know who was going to watch my kids today during this interview, but I knew it was going to work out. And sometimes we just have to do that. And it's okay if we get interrupted because you know what, I think it's important for them to see that we're, we're doing something, you know, that matters and we're trying to show up and encourage. And I think that that is also important, but yet I'm going to have fun with my kids today as well, right? I'm going to go out there and get dirty and, and really have fun with them during the summertime. So thank you for being on. And I appreciate just everything that you shared. It's very timely for me. And I know it will be for our listeners as well. Well, thank you, Carrie. It was such an honor to be on with you today. Thank you for spending time with us today. For free resources and materials, head over to anaturalshift.com and make sure to follow us on social media. You'll find those links in the show notes. It would mean so much to us if you would leave a review and tell us what you'd like to hear more of. Share this episode with someone that you know would love it. This is how we can get our message out to more people. And until next time, don't forget to take the upgrade in some small way today.